Check, check, check. Oh, hot. That heat, that summer heat. Oh, was it uh, just a little bit too loud for you? I turned it down. That's what they say to do, you know? If it's too loud, turn it down. (laughs) If it's too loud in the kitchen, turn that volume down. Yeah, uh, hey, if the... It can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen, too, is also another thing oh, that they're yeah. saying. Hey, they're always, you, everyone who comes up with these little these little sayings has your best interests at heart, usually. Except the get, get out the kitchen. That, that person sounds like a dick. Oh, yeah, that is, they kind of are being rude, I guess. It's, huh? it's hot in here. Can we turn, uh, can we turn? Hey, you know, get the fuck out of here. Oh, okay. All right, then. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> You dick. I was going to make you a pastrami. Oh, damn. Imagine. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine being rude to somebody, not knowing that they were going to make you a pastrami, Dude. and then they were gonna, then you find out that they were going to do that to you? How big of a dick do you feel? like? You know, uh, when I was writing on this last show, it was out in Burbank, yeah. and there was this liquor store. And in the liquor store, they had like a whole kind of kitchen area up front. And I got to say bodega slash liquor store kitchens are undefeated because they had a pastrami on the menu. It slapped. They had a like fish and chips option. It slapped burgers and they lettuce wrapped it for your boy. So, so I wish I remember. I mean, there's no real way. I don't think it had a name. I think it's called liquor store and it was literally connected to the laundromat next door to it. Yeah. It was great. Uh, I I love, I kind of wish there's not really a bodega culture here. Uh, yeah. and, uh, bodegas are incredible. Yeah. Like it really is like you, you just have your corner store and that, and I feel like in New York bodegas, they all kind of follow the same blueprint. They're like, yeah, we're a store, but we also make food like here. Like you gotta be in the hood and it has to be like that specialty. I found like a, what it would essentially be a bodega when I was up in San Francisco for sketch fest yeah. and I went in there and that it was, it's, it never gets old to me, but I love like a local spot that has like its regulars with their rapport. Because like I was in there, I was fucked up off of something because <laughs> and, and not not like drugs. Like I was feeling sick, and then also like I was walking to pick up my badge instead of taking a lift, so I was like already sweaty and tired because yeah. it was like up this huge hill. And then I walk in to this bodega. Oh, yeah, because I needed deodorant. And I was like, this is the worst. I'm doing the most strenuous exercise. And that's why I chose to walk because I was like, I know I'll find a corner store where I can get like all the stuff I need for my hygiene. Right. And I pull up in there. And my man's walk in and he was like, you know, uh, you know, I'll get the that tuna sand. Like he asked for a tuna sandwich with cheese and like the crust cut off. I was like, damn, uh, you you know what you want here. And that sounds good. And I, I would get it if I wasn't already. The, we were going to uh, maple leaf or sweet leaf. What is it called? Sweet maple. Uh, <laughs> no leaves involved. No, no leaves. I, I took the two parts of it, ripped it apart, and tried to attach leaves. Yeah. But yeah, uh, sweet maple, and that was real fun too because we went there. Me and Lamar went there, and there was a line when we first went there. And like Lamar was like, "We got to go here because someone said it's like the spot." And all the white women guys left, and. Then we went and it was amazing. And then we tried to go another year and it looked like it was closed. I think we just didn't walk far enough to find it. Then we went this time and like I walked up comedy buds, Guy Branham. uh, Fun. We we also had, uh, why am I forgetting her name? Uh, You know what I'm talking about. She was in that Super Bowl commercial with Cardi B. (laughs) 
Uh, oh, oh, Alice Wetterland. Yeah, Al- yes. Alice Wetterland. She was there, and they were they did the sweet dope thing of being like, "Hey, you can ride with us." Because I was just by myself. I was like, "No, I'm waiting for the white women guys." To which they abused that ability. Yeah, because like I, I like got to the front, had to let like three groups of people in front of me because they just were taking their sweet time. But in the oh end, we got that sweet Mabel. We got that. It was like bottomless mimosas, and we got turned. <laughs> that sounds like a great time. Yeah, it's, it was a amazing. I time. don't. Uh, I don't brunch. I'm gonna go ahead and say nearly enough. Yeah, no brunching is tight. Uh, but I also, I mean, I guess I get up. I get up too early on the weekend now to wait for the inappropriate brunch time. Oh, you see, know? That, here's what you got to do. What I do, you go to the gym, and then uh, by the time you're done at the gym, everyone's up. You can go uh, brunch up. So you don't. Just lay in bed and play Tetris 99 until no. you're... Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Everyone's on that Tetris 99. I got to get on that. You haven't done it yet? No. Uh, well, we'll talk about it. Because, yeah. uh, well, I guess I don't have much more to say about it than it'll ruin your life. Because <laughs> I keep trying to get... I tr- I keep trying to get number one. Yeah. Because I want... What's the f- closest you've gotten? Uh, like 26. Oh, so you're only a top 20 guy. Yeah, I'm only, well, top 30. Yeah, top 30. Oh, yeah. Top 30. Shit. You got to work on that, bro. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll start. We got we like- got we got to get a pop going. We yeah. got to we got to get something going on. I feel like we got to uh usually uh we have like a laugh line into the into the intro. I mean, that is presumptuous of us because we have to since we don't have a live audience, we have to assume that I feel live. like when I so when I listen back to it, uh which is rare, I uh I um I feel like I'm like, oh, they did it. And then there's the thing. Yeah. You know? So we'll find something. Um, hmm. Uh, let's uh, shoot. Um, what did I do? Okay, well, um, you're staring at me. I'm thinking over here. You got to. What, what are you bringing to the table for a laugh line? Skip up. Dinner with Matt and Ippy. I'm Ippy Wadiway. I'm Matt Apodaca. I guess that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Oh man, yeah. Whoa, it's, it's, it's another week, another beautiful week. Uh, we're, we're still alive, so that's great. We're still alive. Still cranking, still cranking. Uh, what, I mean, I guess we'll just jump into it. How was your week? My week. My week was really great. Uh, this week... I, um, well, uh, there are a couple of uh, different things happened to me this week, actually. So, um, I, I officially took over as producer of yeah. who Charted, which is yeah, very who fun. Charted? You charted. Yeah. Yeah. Me. I charted. Um, uh, former producer, uh, friend of the show, uh, Kevin Bartelt had to, uh, s- step away uh, from the show to focus on yeah. the, the million other shows that he's producing here. Oh, well, I um, thought he was having a baby or something. No, 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 no. He's oh. not having a baby. He should uh, consider having a baby. Hmm. He seems like he'd be a good dad. He, uh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I would too. And I don't think I've ever heard you say that about me. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, you know, you're getting there. You're close. You got the dad jokes. You got the dad bod. What the? You just need that dad, <laughs> you know, that dad sternness. I, I've never seen. Well, actually, well, I haven't been there because you've yeah. sterned it up, you know, as manager. Yeah, Baba Booey. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. See, that's why. That's stuff like that's getting you disqualified. <laughs> um, so I, 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 we did our first uh, premium episode this week, and we have our first main uh, feed episode coming out uh, soon, or, you know, on Wednesday when it comes out. Uh, a lot of fun work things. We had a photo shoot for... Uh, how did this get played with Heather and Nick? Ooh, so had, spending yeah. time with Heather and Nick uh, was really fun. Uh, look for those uh, photos coming soon. Uh, so a lot of work successes. We had a fun show uh, with uh, my ponies this week. Uh, we my had a, ponies. We had yeah on Friday, uh, and then we went to you know that uh, that cantina place over oh, yeah. on the Franklin. One, yeah, the the one across the way. Yeah, yeah, and we had we had a really good time there. Had some margaritas, mm. uh, but I got to say. This place, for uh, how expensive I think that it is, yeah, is not as good as it should be. Oh yeah, well here's the thing: is like I can tell it isn't just based on every time I've <laughs> every time I've been there, it's been you know kind of empty, and I feel like it's in a weird spot because yeah. it's hip enough to attract like the improv crowd, yeah. but it's so expensive that the only time the improv crowd really goes there is for birthdays. And yeah. Stuff. And it's also like, it's deep in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. So like if it was on the street and it's not on the main street, even yeah. it's on a almost residential street practically. Yeah. So if it was, if it was anywhere closer to the street, I feel like people would be going more often. I feel like nor- I, I, like regular walking down Franklin Village people would. Yeah. So like the It's still a little too pricey for an improviser's blood. Well here's the thing, yeah, because birds is for your up and coming improvisers and then you have like uh you have I, I want to say Harvard and Stone, but that I'm wrong. You got La Poubelle and what's the other one next to uh birds that I keep forgetting the name? Uh the bourgeois pig, the ca- the cafe? No, the Sushi other bar. Stop. Oh the, the other uh Franklin Company. Yeah, Franklin and Co. And that's where like you, you'll see the improvisers who are like series regular yeah, well, that's like a, and if you're, and if you're not a serious regular, that's a flex. Yeah, yeah. If you're there yeah. after um, uh, a Herald Night or something, you're flexing. Yeah, I forgot which show I did, but it was like me, Nicole Byer, uh, Ryan Meharry, uh, Mary Sasson. And I was like, oh, we've all grown up. We're yeah. not at Birds. We're at Franklin <laughs> Co. Buying wine. Uh, Franklin Co. kind of slaps, though. It's yeah, really good. Yeah, I love it. Um, and, you know, no, no disrespect to Birds. I love my yeah. Birds. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Somebody even say Birds is equally. back. Yeah. You know, I've proposed to my wife there, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh but this place, this this uh, this I can't remember what it's called. This cantina yeah. restaurant. I just call it the cantina. Everyone calls it the cantina. Yeah, the cantina. Is it like Seville or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. But it, it the thing about it is it's it's just very like like the oaks over there, oaks gourmet over there on the yeah. corner of uh, Franklin Bronson. I think they do really good tacos on their taco night. Yeah, uh, and they're not like. I mean, they're also a little expensive, but they're, yeah. I feel like they're big and they're uh, the, uh, of a good quality. Oh, yeah. And I don't even think the food at this place is, like, bad. It's just not, uh, like, Mexican enough. <laughs> I, I feel like that's a fair, like, criticism from a Mexican. <laughs> yeah, I think it is sort of just like, oh, uh, like... I don't know. It's a little white tasting to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, it's, it, it, but you know, that's one of my main criticisms of most, uh, literally places. only 2% of the improv community can argue with it. You about yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> and if anyone tried to, boy, uh, I'd love to, I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Um, but you know, I had a, I had a, I had a, a nice margarita. I will say it was, it was very good. Ooh. Uh, who knew that this was going to be the thing I talked about for the longest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yesterday I, 
I feel like there was something that happened. Oh, so on Thursday, I was supposed to. I had. I. I don't know if I talked about it on this show, um, but I've talked about it a, f- a few different times uh, on on my Weezer show. Oh, if he did my Weezer show, if he oh, came yeah, through, that was a good time. Uh, if he came through, what's with these homies talking about Weezer? So if you want to hear uh, an, an additional uh, podcast where we both talk to each other, uh, come through that for that one. Um, if you haven't heard it already, and if you have, thank you so much for the support. Um, I was supposed to go see. Um, this band that I really love, Antarctico Vespucci, who uh, my friend Chris Farron is in. Yeah, um, so wait, wait. This story sounds like it's going in the ways of you did not go. Well, I guess I did sort of set it up that way, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. So, spoiler alert, I did not get to go to this concert. Um, so, uh, the plan was, because I'm going to be out of town the weekend that they're in Los Angeles. Um, so, I was like, oh, which is the end of their tour. Uh, so, I was like, oh, I'm going to be out of town. But they're playing Pioneer Town, which is about two hours away. Yeah. I could do that. That doesn't seem that crazy to me. Uh, so I got a ticket for that. was originally planning to go solo. Uh, and then uh, my boy Charlie came through, uh, was able to uh, get a ticket for that. And I was like, hell yeah, we'll drive up together. It's going to be great. Uh, we get about uh, an hour out, uh, like, uh, just like from LA, which is like not super far. <laughs> if you're driving an hour in LA, you're not getting very far. We got to like, as like we got to like maybe just past like Alhambra. Yeah. Uh, but this we had another two and a half hours to go on this drive basically because of traffic, and we we were on our way, and he started to feel he started to feel a little sick. This uh, my friend started to feel a little sick, and uh, if he's like taking a photo of me, a video, a video of me, um, and uh. So yeah, Charlie was uh, started to feel a little sick in the car, and I said, "Oh no, what do we do?" And so we pulled over, got some. We got. I went to. We went to McDonald's, got him. Uh, got him a drink at McDonald's. I got some fries. I was feeling okay. a little hungry. Let me, because I was pretty focused on videotaping yeah. you. Y'all are not on drugs at this point. No. So Charlie's just feeling sick. Feeling sick in the car, and we're an hour decided out. to pull get- over just to see if we can get him some, like you know, some water or something for his tongue. Okay. Uh, some and maybe a some big, little bubbles. A big Mac to really get them bubbles he didn't settled. get any food i got okay. fries because okay. i was also feeling a little hungry so I was like, actually uh, this worked out you know what i haven't had coffee for since uh you know earlier this morning how about i get something i'll get a dr pepper get some caffeine in this body you know um so we resumed the drive for about another like maybe like 15 20 minutes maybe uh and charlie is like not feeling good. And I don't want to put you like, I, I feel bad that I've even telling this story. He was like, just not feeling good at all. He uh, got the bubble guts. Is what he, got, you said. He, he got the bubble guts. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, well, we should just, I'll take you home. Let's just turn around. and will get you home. And he was feeling really bad. He was really apologetic, uh, which absolutely did not have to. Cause uh, I mean, I did want to go to this concert, but uh, the idea of then making a three, like in a half hour drive, Alone after being in the car already yeah. was sort of like, uh, no, we're not. I'm not gonna go. I'm not yeah. gonna make it because like by the time I got back home, uh, or you know, back to L.A. Like, proper where it dropped out Charlie, it was about five. Yeah, and so I was like, well, uh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna make it. Yeah. So we didn't. Uh, so I ended up going to the, uh, the show. Uh, so uh, Chris and Jeff and everybody in uh, Antarctica Vespucci, if you're listening, uh, very sorry that I couldn't make it out. Uh, I'm, I'm sure the show is great. Saw the videos online. Look fun. Um, Ooh, so you were getting serious FOMO looking up videos. Yeah, I was getting FOMO. Um, it, but the, uh, oh, then on Saturday, I had a nice, I've been, I've been really enjoying, last weekend I went out, right? I went out to the satellite with my friends. This weekend, what did I do? 
I stayed in all day yeah, by yeah. myself. Sounds uh, like you're alternating between that on the weekend. Sometimes you go out. Sometimes, sometimes you- I go out. Sometimes I don't. This weekend I was feeling not like not going yeah. out. I was. I just got. I just renewed my PS Plus uh, subscription. Tight. Uh, so I was playing a little bit of the Red Dead Online. Ooh, uh, which is very fun. Think? Yeah, uh, I think it's really cool. I think it's neat that there's like a, a story element to it as well. It's not just getting out there and uh, running and gunning, you yeah. know. Um, and so I was like, oh, that's you know, uh, fun little bonus content for me. Uh, been playing, been playing a lot of Tetris 99 because I'm trying to just get to number one one time. Yeah, uh, and I've gotten. I mean, decently good, but I, there's a mechanic about the game that I don't quite understand, and it's like that you can attack people. Yeah. Um, and I know you. It's like when you clear lines, you're attacking people, and there's like a there's like a little thing where you can put it either on random or like so like all your attacks go to who like any of the 98 other players, or you can set it so it's like on just attackers. And yeah. I haven't figured out which one is better. Yeah. Um, I would assume probably on the attackers. Yeah. Uh, but I've been playing a lot of that. Still playing Yoshi. He's my son and I love him. Uh, and then uh, yesterday I was like, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to I'm gonna walk to the theater and I'm going to go see Shazam. Ooh. So I walked over to the arc light, not to brag, and uh, I saw this thing and I, I sort of knew I was going to like it. Uh, Sean Diston was like, Matt's going to say it slapped. I think it's okay. Uh, and I was like, I bet you I'm going to think it slaps. Yeah. Uh, and I I was surprised by how emotional it made me. It's a very sweet movie. It's like a, it's almost a family movie. I mean, I mean, it is a movie about family. Yeah. Uh, but it has a very like family movie element where like, I feel like there wasn't even that much swearing or there was some pretty like uh, surprisingly violent things in it for it being PG-13. Yeah. But I didn't think it was like crazy enough for, like to not take, your kids to or whatever. Yeah. Um, there was a, I was surprised by the things. And I, I don't know if this is just a thing that's been happening to me recently, but I feel like when I've started to cry in movies, it's not just like a single tear. It's a full on, like, <laughs> like a uh, full yeah. on, like reaction oh, with yeah. my entire face. It's like, there was a moment in this movie. Cause like, this is not a, a spoiler or anything, but the boy, Billy Baston is a foster kid. Uh, so he's grown up in many different foster homes. And when he lands in the, the foster family that is like in, that is like the the family that he's with for the movie, uh, like with the other kids in it and stuff. The mom uh, spoke Spanish, and I lost it. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh no!" I I, I just because I, I don't know. It's usually when you see I don't know. There's something about it where like. Uh, her being uh, Latina was not like part of the character necessarily. It was just like, oh, she just is Latina. It's usually like if it's like uh, there's somebody speaking Spanish, there's like a you know a reason a reason for yeah. her. But she just like said something sweet to one of the kids in Spanish, and I loved it, and I started to cry. <laughs> representation matters it was incredible yeah absolutely i felt really good by it about it and then the movie the movie's very fun i mean uh it's like being marketed as this but it is it is big yeah but as a superhero movie yeah and it's really really good i mean that's the golden combination of superhero movies is not making your superhero movie a superhero movie yes but giving it a genre yes and yeah i felt like taking shazam and doing it as big is the smartest route it's so made. fun and then like Zach Levi is great in yeah. this thing. Uh, and I was surprised because I've, I've seen, you know, I used to watch Chuck. Yeah. I used to, I've been aware of this, this man's work. Chuck, <coughs> Chuck turned into a hunk. He went oh, and yeah. got beefed up. Oh yeah. Huh. 
everyone everyone wants to go on that Chris Pratt plan. You know, yeah, get get nice and chunky. He got he he just got he got real nice and chunky. No, I didn't even tell you. I don't think I talked about this last week because I watched it uh, after we recorded. I watched Aquaman last week too. Oh yeah, I, I saw the the <laughs> these stories and the tweets. Yeah, uh, Aquaman fucking rules. Like it's it's <laughs> no, it's by no means like a good movie. Yeah. Um, uh, but it it's the fucking it's so much fun because right. I don't think it thinks it's a good movie either. It's just sort of like, well, yeah, this is an ocean. We're in uh, ocean is outer space. Yeah. Uh, and ocean is cooler than outer space, I think. Oh, well, uh, yeah. Ocean, like seeing the ocean like as a as a terrain is incredible like as a because as, it felt like it had, it was like its own planet but it was here on earth yeah. and so then like you have these like uh guns that are um powered by water and stuff it was fucking so sick yeah uh and momoa is just great uh cody fisher uh our, our friend was like momoa deserves Mar- he deserves the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. He he needs to get out of this and get somehow get in there. Uh and I don't disagree. Yeah. Um he was really really fun and charming in this movie and uh it was I highly recommend watching it if you want to watch something that's just crazy fun. Uh cuz it was it was a real scream. I was having a I was oh boy cuz there was a couple times it was not supposed to be funny. I did laugh a, a few times. Oh, nice! Uh, but then there's are there are some jokes in there that work as well. Um, but highly recommend highly recommend watching it. Easy, that's an easy rent as far as I'm concerned. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first. Go ahead and rent that thing. Uh, but I think that I think that was my week. Yeah, yeah. My week was pretty chill too. You know, I did a did a couple of couple of different things. A little little business handling. Went to uh, you know a lunch or two. Oh, this guy had lunch. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm lunching. That's been my new thing is like having lunch with friends because you never think to do it, and then you do it, and you're like, yeah. Oh, it's a good time. You know, went to Tender Greens with my boy Marco. Ooh. I found out that you know he just there was a period of time where he just was going through. A lot. He wasn't even able to walk. Oh, my God. Because it was like some freak medical thing where like, and he just so happened to, when he went to the second diagnosis, yeah. he paired with a doctor who immediately knew what it was and then fixed. It was so simple. Because he, and he was saying how like the nurses kept telling him like, you'll never walk again. You may never oh walk God. again. You may never walk again. And he said this doctor was like, don't listen to them. They're <laughs> dumb. <laughs> and he sure enough fixed it. And he's like, he was walking when I saw him. Wow. But it's crazy. Yeah. When you're just head, head deep in your bullshit, your friends could be going through a lot. So check in with your friends. Take this moment to check in. Hey, check in with everybody. As far as like, you know, video game stuff as, you know, as always streaming, having a good time. But uh, I had a real treat yesterday. Uh, we had Carl Tart. Uh, oh, yeah. Podcast yes. and TV's Carl Tart. Friend on of the show. To play MLB The Show. And it was really fun yeah. and funny. One, it was fun because it was interesting to do a stream where like I'm not playing any video games. I'm kind of just sitting back and cracking jokes and kind of getting to communicate with people. And also, you know, a lot of those flagrant one fans dropped in, you know, big, big ups to y'all. If any of y'all are listening, it was real cool having y'all in my chat, hanging with Carl, doing uh, fun stuff. A few of them even subbed. So big thanks hey. to, to you for that. But we're definitely going to do it again. Like it was one of those fun things and there was like a moment because you know he was doing the mode where he creates a player and you just kind of work your way up and so we're doing the draft and we're sitting through the draft and like just so you know like we start the draft and he gets drafted number 26 
and we don't know this. So all to this point, we're like just reacting to each team, maybe drafting him. Uh-huh. It's just the longest period of time. But it's real funny to see people get excited and then be like, okay, okay. And then is excited. It was just so simple yet so dumb. Uh, and then besides that, you know, when I went to my buddy Rod, uh, Rod Benson, he's a, he's a friend of the pod uh, around in the community, uh, improviser, ex- artist, ex-basketball player like so he's like gigantic yeah uh but yeah he does these super dope pieces where like he'll paint and then he'll put resin on top of them but they'll be layered so like he has this picture of tupac the one i posted uh and yes and so it's like yeah that's amazing but when it's closer that's closer to the same painting and it's the lyrics to to live and die in LA. And he has one for Biggie. He has that really cool Spike Lee one that if I was a rich man, I would, would have bought it. Spike Lee one was great. Yeah. Yeah. It's so solid. And it's just such a dope style and like the work it takes to layer. Uh, so it's, um, it's great. Uh, and then after that, we went to this bar. It was funny because it was like, there's a subsection of bars that if you start going towards West Hollywood, yeah. but then start to go south, there's just like rich straight bars. <laughs> and we've we've been down there before because one of our homies like took us down there and I was like, oh, this is where all the rich straights hang out yeah. because the drinks are expensive, but it's popping and it's all like beautiful people. You know, it, it's chill. Yeah. <laughs> And this one, like he described it, he was like, yeah, it's supposed to be like some like upscale sports bar. And I thought I like my mind wasn't ready for what I saw because you hear that and you're like, okay, so just a sports bar and they charge too much for the drinks. But no, this place was an upscale sports bar. And I, and it real. And then when I got there and saw like the design of like, there's like two tennis rackets crossed. I was like, Oh, that's what is 40 love is a play on tennis. This is an upscale sports bar. Oh my God. Uh, And it was pretty tight. And then they did the thing that most, uh, they, they stay true to their sports bar roots. And once it reached a certain time, they turned on all, uh, turned off all the TVs and turned up the music. Oh, fun. Hell yeah. But it's what's great about being on keto is I don't drink as much. Yeah. So like I had uh, Hennessy and Diet Coke and I think uh, just like Japanese whiskey neat, which like that's solid. It was like 14 bucks. But like for Japanese whiskey neat, that actually isn't bad. Yeah. Uh, And but I was pretty, pretty. I wasn't like fucked up. But I was like the good tipsy, the, generally the place you like to stay, but then you're, you gas yourself up. I was like, let me just get a little bit more lit. <laughs> like, you, you know, that I, know like, I can do one more. Yeah. 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 Like that well toasted, like marshmallow that you're about to put in the s'more, but you're like, <laughs> yeah, this is melty. But if I get it that crispy burnt, then it's going to be a treat. Yes. You know, like, like yes. I was there, I was toasty. It would have been a nice snack. And, and I just kind of stayed there because, because like the way, every I feel like I've worked keto into every episode thus far but the way kind of drinking works on keto is you definitely want to that's why I went with diet coke because I would it doesn't have any carbs and obviously no beers but hard liquor is good you just gotta watch out because you you get to a certain point where it starts to add up carb wise also uh the way he the, the ketones that ketosis uh, okay 
Because I'm trying to understand. I'll just explain it all because I was trying to be like, how much have I explained? But it's if you're just tuning yeah. in now, you're like, I don't tell me everything. So <laughs> the way keto works is the reason you're cutting out carbs is because your body runs off of carbs for energy. You go into ketosis when you don't have. So when you starve, uh, your body starts the way your body burns fat is it starts to burn ketones off. So what you do is you don't starve yourself, but you take away carbs. So your body can't use that energy source. So it starts using your fat as an energy source. But all those ketones pretty much come from your liver. So you can drink while on keto, but your your body doesn't start burning fat again until it gets rid of the alcohol because your liver obviously wants to metabolize the alcohol first. That's yeah. its first priority because alcohol is technically poison. Uh, so I wanted to limit that because I'm, I'm on a really good cut right now. It's going great. And as I've <laughs> stated before, I'm doing this Gold's Gym Challenge and I can win 10 racks. I don't think Ooh. I'm necessarily going to win the 10 racks because I weighed in. I think I was like, like 235 when I started and I'm at like 228 now, yeah. which is great, but definitely like not probably going to beat everyone who lost weight, you know, in this contest, but we'll see. I, I, I'd love to at least get like a picture on a wall. Like I don't need the money, <laughs> but if, <laughs> Look, if I don't need it, if I get recognized as like, you, you did good, bro. Hey, that'd be great. Uh, That's all we want. Yeah. If I just beat everyone at my gym, I'll be happy. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I'm in the running for that yet. That depends because it might I don't know if my weigh in is this coming weekend or yeah. next weekend. If it's next weekend, then I think I can I can shred up. We'll see. Anyway. <laughs> so so I so I'm I'm in a toast mode. I'm I'm feeling good. I'm chatting. But also like, you know, as extroverted as I am, I do have like a cap, especially if I'm in a place where there's just too many people. Like I if if p- there are a lot of people but we're spread out, I can chill cuz I'll just move around and bounce around, check, maybe take a seat somewhere and get on my phone and then hop around. Yeah. But if we're in a bar setting where we're shoulder to shoulder, I have to just go out for air. Yeah. So I so I went and did that and I was like, let me just you know, you you know when you're when you're toasting, you're at that snack mode. You're like, let me just get a snack. <laughs> and the bar is on La Cienega, and I walk yeah. up, and I get up to Santa Monica, and I'm on Santa Monica and La Cienega, and I make a left, and then I forgot uh, what's left of Santa Monica and uh, La Cienega. There was a damn Shake Shack. Yeah, it was a wrap, and not only was it a wrap, yeah. it was so. Uh, for those who don't know, it was a lettuce wrap, probably. Yeah. Oh well, that too. <laughs> I'm a. Oh, that was good. Um, <laughs> what ha- What was crazy is so this this particular Shake Shack, the one in West Hollywood, was the first one that opened on the West Coast, and then uh, and every time there's like a thing that existed on the East Coast uh, that comes on the West Coast, it gets so packed for so long and then either another one opens or the 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 hype fades well lucky for us the one in hollywood proper open so i walk in and there's literally no line so i walk up to the front order that uh smoke a double smokehouse lettuce wrap and yeah it's slapped oh yeah i love shake shack oh, yeah. i'm liking shake shack right now too as a um as a uh chick-fil-a alternative 
They have a really good chicken oh, yeah, sandwich chicken sandwich. There. I mean, Chick-fil-A wasn't even all that. Like, Chick-fil-A is good in the same way that Papa John's was good, in the sense that they had great sauces. Like, the Chick-fil-A yes. sandwich, you, that shit's hit or uh, miss. I think but the that, sandwich is really good, but I mean, I'm not gonna, I can't hit, go there now. It's it's hit or miss for me. Well, I think what's good for me is dipping that sandwich in that Chick-fil-A That sauce. sauce. You yeah. know what, I've been, well, uh, I don't even want to talk about it because, uh, obviously, the uh, the people on the business side of it are bad, Yeah. Uh, and and uh, have been donating to um, anti-LGBTQ, uh, you know, or, or organizations. The thing that I would get is uh, for breakfast. Yeah, you can get um, like a cheese, like a uh, not cheese. A, you, they have like a chicken biscuit thing that you can get. Oh yeah, I but love the chicken biscuit. You can add egg and cheese to it as well. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's really good. But not I'll co- never I have feel it like again. That isn't kosher. No, it's like a little fucked up because it's a chicken yeah, and an egg. Because the the reason that you can't have dairy and and meat, like the reason Jewish people can't have cheeseburgers, is because there's like you can't eat something in the milk of its mother. Like that's oh, kind of the, interesting the the thing. So I was like, I imagine that like a chicken and egg sandwich that follows that same rule. I'm a, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna ask Aurora. Yeah, ask her if that's kosher, and then I'll just never. I'm still never gonna get yeah. it. Again. But um, uh, you're in the middle of. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, no, no, it was cool. I was just uh, wondering if your sidebar was finished on Chick Fil A. You love support. They're canceled. Yeah, they're canceled. Uh, but yeah, no, that was that was pretty great. And then I walked back to the party and then uh, went home. <laughs> Like, like, it's funny because, you know, there's that moment where, like, there's still that youthful idea of, like, maybe, maybe, um, maybe I should stay out. But then there's, like, it's like, no, I shouldn't. <laughs> like, like, there's no nothing out here for me. I need to go home. Yeah. Yeah, it feels good. Uh, like, yesterday, even when I was staying home, it feels good to know that you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're just like, oh, all my plans are already, I, I've already made up my mind. Oh, yeah. I'm good. Um, well, that sounds like a good weekend. Oh, yeah. It, it sounds like the best weekend. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, what are we at? What, what time is it? Uh, we're about we're about time for a break, I think. We're about like Ooh. 30. Uh, right? Is that what it says? Yeah, I'm wearing glasses, and I still have to look closer. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, about 30 minutes. Uh, thirty. Yeah, about 30 in. All Should right, we take a break? Then. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a break. Uh, we'll see you after these messages. Yeah. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> you didn't do it that time. Yeah, yeah, no, because I'm typing out this IG thing. I'm taking uh, took a picture. I have a shot of nut milk right now, um, and yeah, so yeah, almond milk. Just say it's almond milk. Yeah, yeah, almond milk. I feel like a shot of nut milk sounds gross. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was gonna say we taking shots of nut milk, but it looks it looks like that would just put too much. Yeah. So it's like we taking shots, and then I'm gonna let everyone else comment the joke of. Nut. <laughs> um, this week was wild. Um, we talked about it last episode, right? That we lost Nip- Nipsey Hussle. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, just in time for our next episode, we got uh, f- fuck niggas doing fuck shit. Um, that's that's uh, one of our uh, yeah, one recurring of our, segments uh, one uh, one that I'm not ever yeah, allowed to introduce. Yeah, yeah. I love I love when you know we do a all, packed out audience of all white crowd and they shouted at me. It was like, what's that? It was a fuck niggas doing fuck shit. <laughs> uh, Kodak Black, a a rapper who looks like a Cabbage Patch doll, Sheesh. Uh, and uh, just decided to come out for some reason and say that he's giving uh Lauren London Nipsey Hussle's uh you know uh, late wife or I no she's not the it, it, the late Nipsey Hussle's uh widowed wife 
a, a year of that crying and shit, and then he was going to holler at her. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, uh, you know, and you know what? Cool on you if that's something that you want to think. You know, cool on you. No reason to publicly say it, uh, but he went and did that. So now everyone's on his head. Power 106 canceled him. But there's one little problem with Power 106, you know, stepping up and being like, this is where we draw the line. We're not playing your music. Kodak Black also accused of rape publicly multiple times yeah uh way before this so now they're getting dragged yeah <laughs> like like they were dragging kodak black and then they wanted to take the stance to look like the the bigger man and now they are getting dragged for like oh now now that a man's wife is is has been disrespected yeah and more doing it for the man than trying to respect i her. love i love when a drag Gets turned into a drag. Oh yeah, uh, it's, it's very funny because uh, I think her name is Dana Schwartz or something. This yeah. right, this uh, writer um, was online or something saying that you know somebody. I, 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 I guess she was accusing uh, some publication of uh, stealing or like um, plagiarizing like uh, like her, like material or something. Yeah. Like just like, uh, you know, uh, in different uh, bodies of work. And then when she tried to drag this publication, everybody was like, you steal everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's always very, very hilarious. funny. Yeah. Oh. Um, what did you, what did you, did you love anything this week? Uh, uh what I love this week? Uh, well, oh, I, it happened basically whatever I love this week got trumped by this morning. Uh, this morning. So, uh, my gaming chair, I have a gaming chair because I'm serious and I have a, <laughs> I have a Corsair gaming chair, which if you haven't seen a gaming chair, look up what a racing uh, car seat <laughs> looks yeah. like. And that's basically a gaming chair. You've definitely probably seen I've it. I've seen it before. Yeah. And I thought about maybe investing they, in a gaming chair, they but I, I realized that I'm not serious enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you need to get serious. I, I truly invested. I, when I, I had a gaming chair, a DX racer before this and they, they, the homies company that they were working for DX racer was giving them free chairs. And I almost considered asking them to send one to at midnight so I can have it uh, (laughs) at the, because like they'll have like these pillows for lumbar support and a pillow for neck support. So you're just like, it's, it's, it slaps. Uh, But the Corsair one totally rocks. And I have one, but it was a it was a gift from a friend, and I I I think what it came down to is the friend like was like oh I'll just give you this broken one because it wasn't able to you know how on any computer chair you can adjust the height with a gas lever yes and I noticed that wouldn't work and the problem is is that the table that I game at was like just maybe an inch or two too high, like higher than the seat. So like I was always kind of just slightly like not enough to where like, it's like, this is impossible, but to where it's this just like finite enough to where like, this would be a tweak that I would make to play better. Yeah. Because I game on keyboard and mouse. So instead of my hands being parallel to the keyboard, they're lifted up. And then that just makes everything wild yeah i could see how that would be good yeah yeah matt is miming it and it really is like just kind of a pain versus like if you're just straight your your movements are way more fluid and just you can be a little more minute about it 
So today I finally decided to get to the bottom of it. Like I've had this chair maybe for a year now, a year or two now. Yeah. And today was the day I was like, I've had it. Yeah. I was like, I got to find out what it is. So simple enough. It wasn't that hard. I went to the, the seats website to kind of see one. I was actually going to try and like RMA it, which is like a computer part turn where you just kind of send it back for the warranty. Yeah. Uh, And especially since I'm sponsored by Corsair, I feel like I can be like, Hey guys, help a brother out. Yeah. But I was like, let me see. So I look at the building instructions and as I'm like reading through it, it was like on the part where you connect the, the kind of wheels and the, uh, the pole of the bottom of the chair is like, make sure you remove the red cap uh, to the gas lever before assembling. And I was like, I'm willing to bet a million dollars. That's what's happening. So yeah. sure enough, I flip it over and then I like unscrew it because I was hoping I'd be able to pull it out. I wasn't able to, but I was able to look in and sure enough, there was a red cap. And so I had to kind of like, shift it up enough to get a screwdriver in there and just was I was just able to pop it off and now I can adjust it and I don't know if you've ever had a situation where you've dealt with a minor inconvenience for so long yeah and you fixed it and you just feel so relieved you're just <laughs> like oh my god yeah yeah and so like that was it today I had like some like work to do for a thing I'm working on but my buddy on the Discord, he was like, "Hey, you trying to game?" And I was like, "Yeah," because I need to experience what gaming's like. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, when I gotta take this baby for a spin. Yeah. And I gotta say, I was crushing. So who knows? That sounds great. Uh, I can't think of one uh, like that. I, I, my roommate was uh, out of town this weekend, so I was, I moved my PS4 to the living room Ooh. and was like sitting on the couch playing, and that alone. Is such a game changer. Yeah, yeah. When you play on the couch, it's it's a whole different. Ball I was having game. so much fun. I got you know uh, still surrounded by cats as always, uh, but uh, I I was I was experiencing an issue where my PS4 was popping the disc out. Oh, uh, and I I mean it's a that's an easy fix. Oh yeah, they, I just followed the uh, some instructions and then it didn't do it anymore. And uh, that's always great when you can Google the exact problem that's happening. And yeah. it's like oh just do this and you're like bet great. Uh, but the thing, uh, so the, my my love thing is sort of twofold. It's it's sort of it's sort of it, I I don't hate this thing. I just, uh, there's a there's a sort of uh, uh, I, uh, sort of dramatic irony to the thing that I love. Okay. Uh, so my friend my friend Carlos Santos, who's a who's who was an actor on my uh, my mod team, uh, and uh, is a, just a, a great guy. Yeah, very uh, very good actor. Uh, just the funniest guy, uh, was cast in a Netflix dramedy series, uh, which is very Hinti- exciting. Hintification. Yeah, yeah Hentified, uh, yeah. Hentified. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's very cool. It's very, it's very exciting to see uh, your friends who you know work very hard get uh, something uh, that they deserve and have been yeah. working towards for so long. Uh, so I was, I was just like over the moon, so excited for my friend. Uh, then I read the the character description for um for his character uh, in this show, and I'm gonna pull this up right now. If he, and I'm gonna see if you find anything uh, similar about his character. Uh, let me see where is it. Here we go. Should I just cut you off and tell you that I read it? And yes, that's basically well, you. I was just doing the I was doing it for the audience because oh, okay. they got to hear it too. Yeah, exa- uh, that's what I thought, but I just okay. didn't want to play ball. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so you tell me, Iffy. Uh, Santos is Chris, uh, the prodigal grandson, a fun-loving know-it-all chef in training. Chris is a homegrown Boyle Heights boy who moved to Idaho at a young age and abruptly and was abruptly introduced to Weezer and cow tipping. His cousins call him Guero for acting and looking like a white boy, which always leaves him wondering if he'll ever be Mexican enough for anyone. Wow. Wow. That's that's when you send that to your manager and you're just like I don't have a manager. And that's when you send that to your agent and you're I don't like, have one. I guess I could send it to uh Laura Suhu or something. No, no, because then that just explains already. I'm also written I'm, I'm, just, I'm just also uh I booked out. Um but yeah. If I did have the representation for this, I would say, what the fuck's going on here? I'm obviously very happy to see uh, Carlos on TV. Um, but this is, do I tell someone that they took my life? I mean, I'm not from, uh, I didn't move to Idaho, so I don't have that experience. I'm not a farm, you know, guy. Uh, and I'm not a chef in training. But I would say I'm a prodigal grandson and a fun-loving know-it-all. And I, you know what? Uh, Boyle Heights, not from there, but I'm from Los Angeles. Where's who do I who do I tell do I tell someone do I sue them for I'm not going to sue them. Uh, if I do you think I could do one do you think I have a case against Netflix? No, not at all. Hmm. Not at all. <laughs> there are probably a million slight versions of you. Huh. And they would be your friends if you weren't so aggressive. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just the truth. Yeah, I guess uh, this new this new mood that I'm in is just so aggressive. I'm just really immediately uh, jumping to being litigious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Give one slight reference to your character, and 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 man, you're ready to go to. I feel like I also should point out for all the for all the doubters and for all the the skeptics, Weezer is in fact having a moment. Thank you for your time. Yeah. Uh, I will say. Why would they be in the character description of a new show? I thought I thought your 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 thing was going in a whole different direction because I feel like it's always interesting. It was, I was more jaded about it when I was kind of younger in, in the scene and stuff, but it's always funny to see like when someone in the scene gets on and then everyone's like, yeah, this person, we've always been homies. It's like, have you? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I definitely, I clocked that always, but I was like, Oh, I didn't know this person knew Carlos. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I happened to just, I've worked with them on a couple of things and then like, uh, got to be on a team with them for a year, which was very fun. So I think I could, uh, jokingly, you know, tag him in a post saying congratulations, but also they stole my life. Uh, Yeah. That's so funny. (laughs) That's what's, uh, so that's kind of why I stopped because I, cause people, I don't know. It's in by people, I mean Ronnie Adrian would be oh, like, yes. "Oh, you love riding coattails." It's like, no, I just love celebrating my friends. I'm, I'm sorry that through a wild series of events, some of my friends are like wild, famous out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I try not to come off and claim that I know people better than I am. I just try and celebrate folks. Woo. So now I just send a text because I feel like that's a personal <laughs> flex. Where, where someone's like, "Oh, you know, um, so and so got someone's like, yeah, I texted him about it." <laughs> yeah, I texted him. Congrats. Uh, oh, I didn't know this was a Squidbillies shot glass. Is that a Squidbillies shot glass? Wow, look at that. I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, I don't think I necessarily hated anything this week. I mean, unless anything was going, I mean, obviously whatever was going on negative in the news, I hate. Yeah, but uh, I feel like, yeah, that's. I didn't have any personal um, hates this week. Yeah, me either. Thing to, this was a truly good week. Uh, you know, definitely 
Real Ice Cube saying about a good day. Uh, I think he needed a Bride on His Horizons. What do you yeah, say? That's going to be the the remake they do for, uh, when his son O'Shea Jackson oh, man. pops on the track. He's really good. Today was a this week was a good week. Yeah. And then the reboot of uh, Best Week Ever, which I will be on. Oh, with SpongeBob. That- no, not best day ever. Uh, uh, that's uh, the uh, the song. You but know best they tried ever, to reboot that, and I wanted it so bad because I went in for it oh, as really? one of the potential rotating guests. Yeah, I would love to be on that, but it looks like it never went anywhere. I'm sure if I look, um, I don't think so because they did I, the one with just Paul. Yeah. Remember they had it, it was just like a soup yeah. type thing, but with uh, with PFT. Yeah, that, that that seems delightful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, I didn't hate much this week. And I, l- let's spread that positivity by just having one week where we don't hate anything. Yeah. Anything wild happen in the news that you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. I think not as far as like the, I mean, uh, I'm trying to see if anything happened to like in an, in sort of inter- entertainment news. Um, I covered it all, you know, we, we kind of hit it all. Yeah. Um, Woo. I got I mean, if I got to say something, I've got to just say uh, that if you're playing Tetris 99 and you see my my name out there, um, stay the fuck out of my way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at this. I mean, I'm in this uh, Twitter moment. So that's that's why. what you got. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. You made it into a Twitter moment, huh? Um, not my first time. So let me clarify that up top. Let me clarify you f- that. Oh, you know what I have to talk about? I simply must talk about this. What? Lil Nas X. Oh, yes. God, thank you for bringing that up. Let's talk about that. So if you're unfamiliar with what happened and what's going on, Lil Nas X came out with a basically a country trap song called uh, Old Town Road. And, and it fucking bangs. Yeah, it sla- it's a slapperoni. It slapped so hard that it rose to number one of the country charts until Billboard pull it, pulled it f- Claiming that it didn't have enough country elements. I'm doing air quotes, and I realize now that you yeah. cannot see it. Yeah. I feel uh, like people can tell by your tone yeah. of voice. And there were a lot of like tweet threads and think pieces that kind of explained that the country music charts was created out of racism. Whereas as these black artists back in the day started booming the charts, they created a country uh, chart so that the there was this like predominantly white music chart that a black person couldn't do it. Uh, and Lil Nas X was real mad about it. He tweeted out he he tweeted out that he wanted Billy Ray Cyrus to hop on the track. And Billy Ray Cyrus, man, you know, he, say what you will about Miley, but yeah. Billy Ray is really showing himself to be. Don't say thriller. anything. Don't say anything about Miley. How about that? Yeah, you keep Miley's name out your mouth. Yeah. Let's talk about Billy Ray right now. And Billy he Ray hopped came on, on the track. Brought so much fucking heat to this thing. This dude, like, I didn't know what to expect, but when I heard it. Incredible. I'm going to queue it up. Yeah, yeah. I don't have the, the aux cord uh, capability uh, right now. Well, but you can try and queue it up, but all I have to do is click Spotify, go to my library, and recently played, and it's right there at the top. Wow. It's That's incredible. Yeah. That's just country. That, just that beat already. Yeah. How could they argue that this is not country? Yeah. This is so crazy good. This is so. This is so good. I know it's so. It's so good. I highly suggest you. You find that song and you turn that shit up. And here's the crazy thing about Lil Nas X. 
He has two songs on Spotify. <laughs> one is the original version, and the other one is this remix. Yeah, the original version already has 74 million plays. The remix, which dropped a few days ago, is at 7 million. Yeah, it's it's fucking, it's really good. Um, I can't wait to hear more from him uh, as an artist. I know. I'm really excited. I, I feel like he just, that really builds some And hey, strength. you know what? Uh, and Billy Ray... We stand a woke king. Thank yeah, you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for uh, welcome to the resistance, yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh, thank you for seeing us and um, and supporting uh, artists of color. Thank you. Yeah. Whew. That that yeah. I'm so glad we didn't. Miss I'm like that. charged I, up by it. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's, really good. It's such a good story too. Like really, I like you know jokes aside, I really do fuck with Billy Ray Cyrus of being like yeah, because I'm pretty sure there was some other whites that probably had this come across their desk and they just straight up ignored yeah. uh, ignored it. That will soon be begging to hop on it now, seeing how much the black community embraced Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, and it's not like even it's just like. I don't think of it as like a meme song. Like obviously it's very popular yeah. and very internet-y right now. Yeah, but it's uh, but it does it slaps hard. Yeah, it's a really good song just on its own. And I you know what maybe and there's not like there's not a lane. I've never heard a song like this before. I've never heard a trap country song before. I don't know if others exist. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh so the idea that this could exist is I think very exciting. Uh because like there's country pop. Oh, yeah. You know, like there's plenty of country music. There's plenty of different styles of country music. I've never heard like a like a a rap. Uh, yeah, like, I've never oh, heard country with a trap beat. Really? That's a, well. There's two yeah, examples. Yeah, yeah. I know you're thinking. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. I was about to shut that shit all the yeah, way. Yeah, the one with Nelly and Tim yeah, McGraw. Don't you ever uh, disrespect. And then the Nelly Bone Thugs song. Yeah, yeah. There's don't a few. Yeah, yeah. But recently yes there hasn't there hasn't uh, been but also like the and those the charts chart the, those songs chart yeah. on the country chart but also the 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 point is is like this whole like argument of not having enough country elements like they you know people do have an honest argument of like there there have been like pop songs that really don't have much hip hop elements but they are allowed to enter the hip hop charts and they're not policing that at all yes so it's 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 truly bullshit uh, fuck them. <laughs> fuck you, bull, Billboard. Uh, okay. Anything you on TV happened? Uh, the the I mean, you we know talked what? Shazam. So what a, we got that out. I talked way. Shazam. I loved it. I highly recommend going to see it. It's gonna be a and then you know obviously it's gonna be a big movie. Um, one of my favorite shows ended this week. Um, you're the worst on FX. Oh yeah, and shout out to Alan McLeod, friend of the pod. Yeah, Alan McLeod, uh, Miss, um, you know, molasses boy. We salute you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we gotta have him on the pod. He's great. Uh, he's very funny. Um, and he's great on the show. This show was such a such. A, I came to this show late, a couple seasons in, maybe uh, two seasons in, right before the third season started, and just fell in love with it because it was such like a refreshing take on relationships uh and like the sort of like romantic uh comedy uh tv genre because the people involved were bad uh or like not bad but broken and like uh dysfunctional so seeing uh their relationship uh change over the years uh into where it ended up was uh just really incredible ride and like a very satisfying series finale as well which the which comedy shows uh, in general, typically, I feel like don't um, stick the landing very often. Uh, this show was uh, th this finale was not only um, good for 
like the voice of the show within the tone of the show, but it was also like it was just a good episode of this show. It wasn't just a good last episode of this show. It was a a great like this could have been just like a great episode. Um, so I think uh, you know, hats off to everybody over there because um, it was such a good song. And um, do you, have you ever heard? Um, I'm so have you ever heard a song before where you were like, oh, I'm glad I heard this now and not when I was younger. Like, has that ever happened to you? What? Like, have you ever heard a song where you're like, oh, this, I'm glad I heard this now instead of, uh, like, back when I was, like, more, like, emotional and didn't understand things? Yeah. Uh, so, like, they've used this song by the Mountain Goats called uh, No Children in the finale, and it's really, really good, uh, but it's, like, a divorce song. Oh, wow. Uh, or, like, you know, it's, like, a really good breakup song, but it's about, uh, like, a divorce. Uh, and it's, I think it's, it's very funny, um, but it is, like, if I had heard that song when I was like a moody teenager or something, or like oh, even yeah. in my early twenties, I would have been like, "Ah, oh, this song is my entire personality." I love <laughs> yeah, oh, and yeah. like I have. So I hadn't heard that song before, uh, and I like the uh, Mountain Goats quite a bit. I just haven't done a lot of digging around in their uh, discography. Uh, that song is incredible, and it was such a great end uh, for that series too. And I love, I just love those characters so much. So I was sad to see it go, but I was happy to see it end on such a high note. Yeah. Well. This has been the You're the Worst Pod. Uh, oh thanks my for listening. God. Uh, yeah, no, that's great. Uh, I mean, I think we hit it all. I think we had great weeks. I hope you had a great week. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. I meant to say this earlier up top, but a bit of business before we close this out. We switched pod networks. We are no oh, longer on Podbean, which means all the pod patrons. Yo. Thank you for the support, but we're probably going to have to switch to like Patreon or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we'll figure that uh, out. We'll figure that out. But that's why, you know, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get you back. <laughs> but uh, that's why you may not be able to see your, your, your patron pod post and it might have let you know that we're out. But we found a new podcast network, which makes it free, which makes it a lot easier to make sure all of that patron money we get goes straight to that because essentially the amount of uh just being completely transparent here the amount of money we were getting from the patrons where it was essentially eaten up by the hosting fee yes. so so you know it we it just kind of balanced out uh it, not really balanced out it just we still were in the red yeah uh, but now we're completely free. Now we're cooking with gas, with, baby. With Anchor. Yes. And, you know, we we are actually getting ads because I signed up for ads like almost a month a month or two ago on Podbean. They never got us a campaign. Uh, Matt introduced me to Anchor uh, through, and th- yeah, this, I guess, is a free ad for them. Yeah. But uh, through, because he does- uh, The what, Weezer show on there. The What's Weezer the show he's talking there. about Weezer? So I, I hopped over and it's already free. So now it's only everything we get now is goes towards it so thanks for listening and uh where can people find you matt uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at matt apodaca it's m-a-t-t-a-p-o-d-a-c-a if you're not already there uh hop on board you can also uh listen to the aforementioned uh weezer podcast uh what's with these homies talking about weezer uh available wherever you get your pods just like this one and uh yeah and you can follow that online as well what's with these homies talking about weezer on twitter and instagram it should be easy to find wwtha weezer pod um and this week i don't know what my shows are but check the ucb schedule i'll probably have some shows and, uh, you know, it's uh, it's your boy, if you wide away, I-F-Y-N-W-A-D-I-W-E on Twitter and Instagram, if D, 
please on Twitch. And, uh, you know, uh, th- as for shows coming up, oh, yeah. Uh, so in May, we'll be in Phoenix for the Phoenix Improv Fest, me and the white women, guys. And that will be the weekend of the 4th. Uh, so definitely pull up. May the 4th be with you. And, oh, my God. And, and watch this comedy. <laughs> uh, and watch this great-ass comedy. And, you know, I have my JFL callback next week, the 17th. Woo! So if you're uh, in the L.A. area and want to laugh to some comedy, stand-up comedy, pull up uh, and give me some laughs. I forgot one plug, one important plug that I want to get out there real quick. Uh, so last week I teased um, a, a, a future plug, and I have it right now. Uh, I'm throwing, I'm hosting a music festival at UCB uh, in the Inner Sanctum. Uh, it's basically just a long concert. Uh, we have five bands doing the show, uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's called UCB Music Fest 2019, and it's on Friday, April 26th. Uh, doors open at 7 in the UCB Inner Sanctum, and this show is free. This show is absolutely free, so come out for it because it's going to be it's gonna be a lot of fun. You're going to see bands such as Hot Hot Fuss, which is a very fun uh, improv group who does... Um, they they perform with instruments. They, all these bands are real. Uh, they do they do killers covers. There's another band called Age Against the Machine. Uh, Will Hines is going to be doing his bad guitar solo show at this show. Uh, the Duty Mob is performing. That's Ronnie Adrian, Carl Tart, uh, Tim Neenan, all sorts of very funny people doing like hip hop covers. So come check that out. And then the Sloppy Boys, uh, Tim Kalpakis, Mike Hanford, and and Jeff Dutton are going to be doing uh, their their songs, and it's going to be a lot of fun. The show's free, so please come out for it. Bet. All right, well, uh, that, I think that's our show, so uh, thanks for stopping by. Uh, I'll see you. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye.